tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! What's up, what's up? Welcome to another episode of AfterBuzz TV's recap of BET's The Game, Season 9, Episode 4. What is this? Three. The d- no, it's four. 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 It's four, right. Yeah, it's four. It's four. It's four. <laughs> the Dead Episode. Yes. Is it three? Don't, don't play my emotions it's, like it's that. It's 11. Right. Episode three. It's three. Why y'all do me like that? No, I was right. I didn't want to. Okay. Why y'all do me like that? Episode three. The Dead episode. I'm one of your hosts, Mega Thomas at Next Scoop on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And who are y'all? I am Kevin John. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at Hey Kevin John. And next to me, Courtney Tezno. You guys can keep in touch with me at Tezno's on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, and be sure to go to podcastone.com. Take this survey. Let us know what you think about our podcast, our show. It really helps us to become the show that you would love to hear, and it also helps us to reach out to you in the ways that work best for you. It's really easy. It takes like three minutes to go to podcastone.com take the survey and also click below subscribe to after buzz tv you can see all of our amazing shows and we're also on iCloud iCloud I do this every time iTunes iTunes. and SoundCloud alright and we have a treat for you guys today we have a guest one of the cast members of the game you saw her on this episode get into fam you give it up for Caitlin Simone. Yeah. Yes. Britt Brat is in the building. Hi. Yeah. Hi. How are you guys? Oh, there we go. That's, yeah. your That's, our <laughs> That's our studio audience right there. Oh, awesome. Yeah. How do you awesome. feel? It's, it's the last season of this show. How are you feeling? Um, you know, whenever, I, of course, I knew before we started shooting that this was going to be our last season. And I didn't think I was going to get that emotional about it. It wasn't until my last day on set where I, w- I was like, whoa, Six years right. working wow. on a show, and these people I've been working with forever. It seems like, and I'm not. I mean, hopefully, I'll work with them again. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're leaving now. It was crazy. Definitely. How, what was the last day on the set like for you? Um, it it was normal. Emotional. Yeah, it was emotional, but it didn't get emotional until they had me sign out on the Aww. sign out sheet, and then they were like, "Okay, the van's coming to come pick you up." And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh my, my gosh, this is the last time!" I went and made my rounds at everybody's trailer, right, right. started crying, and I was like, "I don't know why I'm crying." And it was it was sad, but um, but I was definitely it just made me realize how grateful I was to have mm-hmm. that opportunity. So. Now, I was going to say, in commemoration, what would you say, out of all your experience working on all those seasons, what would you say your your favorite moment was? Yes. Well, um, other than just working with people that I've looked up to, like Brandy, I mean, my sister and I, she, we've watched Cinderella I don't know how many times on repeat on the VHS yeah. tapes. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, other Mount than that... Life. Um, I would have to say every single time we shoot, it was in the fall, and my birthday is in October, so I got to spend my birthday for six years now, every single day on set with everybody. And um, the first year, I was like, oh, man, like, 
I don't get a birthday party or I don't get to spend it with anybody, but I w- this is the best birthday present ever. Right. You know, yeah. every right. single year I was working on set with amazing talented people. Uh-huh. You got to go back. You got to make that an annual thing now. Yeah. Now that you guys aren't I guess together. so. Yes. <laughs> Has it? I, like we, I know we're saying six years, but it's been six. Wait, how old were you? So you were like little when you started. I was twelve, turning thirteen. Oh my wow. gosh! I, it, is, it didn't even seem like that. I know. Yeah. It, wow. It's how, so do you, weird. how do you now? Or am I, you don't, you don't, you don't ask yeah. him yeah. uh, I'm nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> She's young enough to admit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's definitely. It doesn't seem like it's been that long right. for me at all. But all I can remember is the day that I found out I got the role. I was um, at my high school and it was freshman year and my family and my agent came up and interrupted my class and everything to tell me. So, right. <laughs> yeah, wow. I mean, it was a long time ago. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That had to be the best interruption ever in high school. Right? Oh, yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't expect it. I didn't know it was happening. And to see my agent there at my school, I was like, what is going on? So most of the time, for and, and for those that are watching that are actors, most of the time your agent will call you if you mm-hmm. book right. a project. You know? So your oh, yeah. agent actually came to your school. Yeah. Was this in with your, Yeah, this was in Wow. Houston. I mean, I didn't, wow. I didn't have any ties to L.A. It was a small agency at the time. Now they're one of the best ones in Houston. But um thanks to you. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. No, she's honestly um Pat is a great agent at A+ and um no, I, I guess I was one of her first clients and it was really important for her. It's my first audition ever and I got wow. it. Wow. And it, That's it some was some type of favor. Yeah, well I, I mean it Amen. was like Four months later, I forgot about it. I forgot about the audition. I didn't even think it could happen. And right. With God, all things are possible. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, for sure. <laughs> who is someone that you've learned the most from on set? Um, I would question. have to say, um, at the beginning, my first couple years, um, Tia Maori, um, I learned a whole lot from her. She definitely, she had a nice bond with my mom. Mm-hmm. So um, I spent a lot of time with her, like, in the makeup trailers and everything. And she made sure to tell me, since she was a child in the industry, she wanted to make sure I knew all the little hints and That's things good. to right. look out for. But um, then later on, when Brandy came on the show, she actually was awesome. She was great. I mean, we're both singers, so she made sure to listen to the things yeah. that I had Aww. and um, gave me little critiques and, you know, just things to look out for. But um, actually, Brittany Daniels, I still keep in touch with her. We text all the time, and she's she's looking out for me out here in L.A. So. Oh, your yeah. teeny mom. Teeny awesome. Yeah. Mom is your real mama. Yeah. Right. Well, let's talk about your singing career. So you've got some singles out. Amazing, by the way. Thank you. You are such an amazing singer. Thank What's you. next for your singing career? Well, I just got signed to a management label. Like um, It's called Primary Wave. And mm-hmm. um, I've just been with them for a couple months, but I'm really excited to start working with them. Um, they're definitely going to take my singing career as a musician to the next level and they're taking it seriously. I'm working with people that I've never worked with before, singing about things that a 19-year-old can sing about. So, okay. I thought <laughs> so you were going to go the other route. No, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right. about what I don't know about. So I have to go ahead and ask, are you going to go ahead and do a collab with Brandy one day? Uh, I mean, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. I, I would love to. Um, it's not happening right now, but <laughs> hey, definitely. Brandy. Whenever it happens, I'll be more than, yeah, I'd be so happy to do that. Oh, man. Right, right. No, I, I, um, I, unfortunately, I haven't heard a lot of your stuff yet, so hopefully you'll 
you give you me. You better get your life yeah, right. I, 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 get I, I, together, Kevin. I'm slipping. I'm slipping. <laughs> um, but how how would you describe your sound? Are you? I mean, are you R and B? I'm assuming for sure. Uh, I mean, I definitely have that influence in in my voice. But I mean, growing up, I listened to so much. From my dad's side of the family lives in Hawaii, so I listened to Hawaiian music mm. and even Portuguese jazz because my grandma's Portuguese. And then my dad also brought in the real jazz and blues. Yeah. And oh, I love as it. old as Ella Fitzgerald and I mean Nina Simone, you know. So uh-huh. those are all things that I like to put in there. But of course, I like that pop and hip hop beat at the same time. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Like right. right. If you could like make your, <laughs> if you were someone's love child in music, who would you mix yourself up with? Ooh. Well, I'm from East Town, so you know who I'm going to say. Yes, I do. Oh, no, Kelly Rowland. Now you know. Now you know. Kelly Rowland and Slim Thug. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, uh, Paul Wall. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Jones. No. 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 Right? (laughs) No, but um, uh, definitely Lauryn Hill. That would be awesome. Oh. Oh, gosh. Yes. (laughs) With my hair back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Dang. Okay, yes, good. This, I love you. this video, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, you came to yes, visit me. Oh, oh, this is so slow. He don't even think of somebody else's song. Why are you playing somebody else's song? What are you talking about singing? Because she was talking about uh, Beyonce and Slim Thug, so I figured he's putting on a switch on. We're going to pray for Kevin. Say a prayer. Good. I was on set for when Caitlin was shooting this. And I mean, she was getting it, y'all. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I'm sorry, this song has me feeling a type of way. And Kevin don't ever dance, so that's a good thing. Can you dance? And you see why now? Oh my gosh. He was keeping it wrapped up because we aren't prepared for that right now. (laughs) It's on a different level. No, I was so surprised because that song. I was like, oh, girl, you got your mid drift out. This is like a boy vibe. I don't know if you were there for the motorcycle scene. That it was just crazy. I don't think I was. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. It was. It's a good video and it's. The song is really good. It's uh, it's upbeat. Thank it's fun. You. Yeah, it's cute. I think it's kind of a girl anthem, and it's still being classy at the same time. Even right. though I show a little midriff, I'm not being trashy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You're so. 19. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah it's so, really cute. Yeah, if like you, who would be your dream collaboration? Mm, uh, dream right now, as far as rappers go, I'd love to have Kendrick Lamar. Oh, I love Drake. Drake. Yeah. Um, you could easily get Drake. You know how hard he goes for Houston girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, I I, lo- I love them for sure. As far as as far as rap, um, singing, I would have to say Beyonce. If she could just Ooh, yes. take me on as a mentor, right? Or, you then know, when she does that, honey. You better invite me over. Oh, I will. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you beehivers! Yeah. Well, let's get into this episode a little bit. Um, the dead episode. So yes. then we see that Tasha goes to the spa. She needs a little R and R, and she leaves her her dad to watch Baby Kai. Um, it's so funny because he's trying to watch MTV Jams and she leaves it on the country <laughs> station. And we also see that when she gets back, um, TT's there. Mm-hmm. And TT is, I don't know why he didn't, he didn't go, Granddad, okay, Granddad's sleep. I'm going to leave him sleep. Yeah. Go check on the baby. Granddad is dead. I didn't know how at first. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, she's like, oh. It's not funny. It's just like, what <laughs> it? What is the way? That whole scenario with him actually being dead. Did you think he was dead when you first saw that? Like, did you feel like he was really no, dead? Well, first of I all, I was so upset with that tease from last week. I was like, oh, there's no way he's actually dead. And then for them to open with that, I'm like, what? How is 
impossible. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You know, you're supposed to tease your audience, not give everything away in right, the teaser. We saw the so for next episode, right, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that. It also, I was I the only one that thought it was weird that after he had passed away, that he was still upright and stiff because rigor mortis usually only, and I'm no doctor, but to my understanding, that doesn't kick in until like at least three to four hours after you pass away, where your body stiffens up. So I thought it was weird that he was still in an upright position and hadn't slouched or he, something. But no, he might have been dead for three or four hours. But I thought he was there for the... No, T.T. only got there for an hour. T.T. was there the last hour, and he said he's been asleep for a past hour when I got here. But still, wouldn't he, he be there? But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Still, if still. you were sleeping, you still wouldn't be... So maybe he didn't... He was, I don't know. Oh, no, I'm just being technical. We're really but. being too I mean, <laughs> my mom works in the medical profession, and when they have um, hospital scenes, all kinds of stuff is jacked up that we don't know about. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't think they're really like... Yeah, they were... It was not <laughs> anything technical. They all... Yeah, all the shows don't get everything, right? Yeah, it's only 30 minutes. Come on, Kevin. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, minutes. They got time to make. That's we don't have time for rigor mortis. But that, to that was some good acting on his part because it would have been a lot easier to slouch. So right. standing upright like that, that's oh, pretty yeah. good. And I like the, the the tribute to Bernie's. Uh, oh no, Weekend at Bernie's. The tribute to the movie Weekend at Bernie's, an old movie they used to have. Oh, to yeah. this day, it still plays on TV, like USA or whatever. And they have like three or four different Weekend at Bernie's that had, <laughs> that came out. And it was about this dude that was dead, and they dressed him up just like they dressed Granddad with the glasses. Oh, and everything, and they would like take him out to the party, and people because people yeah. didn't know he was dead. They'd make him wave at people too. Right. It, was, it was hilarious. I remember watching. I was like, "Oh, they about to do that with Granddad? He gonna oh, wave?" I thought the filter was terrible. That was just wrong. not sepia. You don't use sepia. Who uses sepia in here? Oh my gosh, nobody. No. That's the filter we don't use. Okay, you know what? When <laughs> I was like, our producer when Jesse Insta- raised his hand. But when like, Instagram first came out, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cute." Sepia, really? <laughs> that was before they had all the other options. Yeah. And they just had normal black and white and stuff. Exactly. See, I like it. <laughs> it kind of add like... a little flavor to certain photos. It yeah. does make it look real old-timey. Mm-hmm. So when, when they put that, when it Kelly put like, that filter on him, he did look like an old at me. Mm-hmm. Like an early 1900s. Right! Like yeah. slavery picture or something. <laughs> a nice slavery. little period piece. Yeah, right? <laughs> so then um, we see that she calls her two friends as well. She calls Kelly, she calls Chardonnay. And they come over to the house, and um, they're, they're having a little feud. But it seems to me like Kelly is the one that's more petty. Mm-hmm. Right. And I told y'all last week. The whole episode, I was like, oh, Megan, I just... I told y'all last her week. Her predictions be- are right. And they're always right, because I'm in tune with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And what happened was... Um, <laughs> what happened, that. Chardonnay prayed. Um, she really had a come-to-Jesus moment. And she was, you know, she was zen. She let all that go. She did. I was proud of her. See? And now Kelly over here being petty. Your mama being petty. I know. It is. <laughs> Do you you get to see all this stuff when it's filming or only the parts that you're in? Oh, no. Yeah, sometimes, you know, if I don't feel like being in my trailer, I'll just go on set and watch a couple things. And I definitely, I get the script, the whole script, before we shoot. So I knew what was going to happen. And when I saw the whole daddy dying part, I was like, whoa, he's really just going to (laughs) die. Okay. Wow. I'm mad everyone in that room was just carrying on, too, while the man was sitting there dead, just... Talking, arguing over each other, all yeah. kinds of stuff. Yeah. And he's just chilling with it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel so bad for right. Tasha the most. Like she really was. Like it, I, we've never seen Tasha cry like that at all. So to see her cry and <laughs> right. they're arguing over like silly stuff. And every time they had her turn, it was like all these yeah. tears. <laughs> they tried to make it like funny and dramatic, but I'm like, right. oh my goodness, your father just passed. How right. are you handling this? So. Especially when you didn't have that good of a relationship with him, and mm-hmm. now you know things are getting better. He's yeah. watching his grandbaby. And he's dead. Oh, wow. 
That's sad. And he's watching Grandbaby. I was like, what if something happened to Baby Kai? I'm glad nothing did. Yeah. Mm. That would have been a little too much for mm-hmm. one episode. That yes. really would. Yeah. yeah. Yes. You, you can kill grandparents in episodes, but not babies. That right. just doesn't yeah. sit right. Absolutely. Mm. This would turn into a totally different show. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> it wouldn't be a comedy anymore. Okay, so um, Kelly's being petty. She runs up the stairs before Chardonnay. She talks about the filter. She tries to put the outfit together for, for Granddad. And... um for them to take the pictures and everything. And she finally says to Chardonnay, I'm sorry. So when she says this, do you guys think that she's being genuine or is she doing it selfishly because she wants to relieve whatever guilt she has? At first, I thought she was doing it genuinely. But then when Chardonnay pretty much put her in her place and was just like, no, this is your cross that you're going to have to carry, then you kind of see her reaction and I'm like, okay, she probably was trying to just relieve herself of that. I'm sure she's felt bad the whole time, but I think now, after that reaction, she probably was just trying to relieve that stress. What do you think? I really really don't have an opinion on that. I mean, I think that... uh, it was evident what uh, Kelly's, should I say, objective was in that scene. Was it? Because I didn't think it was. I, until, I think it was until until Brandy said, I mean, said Brandy. Until, until Chardonnay <laughs> said something. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, we've seen over the last, or at least myself, I've seen over the last few seasons, you know, how Kelly really is, you know, her, right. her character, who she is. And I think a lot of that kind of came out in that scene between her and Chardonnay. But I want to say kudos to uh, Chardonnay for the way that she handled that and the way that she killed her gracefully mm-hmm. with those right. words. It was, mm-hmm. it was, man, that pierced me a little bit the way she said that. But, um, but yeah, what was your question again? I'm sorry. You know, oh, don't even worry wait, about wait, it. Hold on. Don't wait. Wait. <laughs> let, me, let me continue. <laughs> no, no, let's have, wait, wait, let me ask Caitlin. Caitlin, so you, in the past few seasons, we see that your character, Brittany, has had to deal with her stepmom not liking her, then her mom coming back into her life and trying to get acclimated. Now she's back with her mom, mm-hmm. not her stepmom. So w- did you know when you got the script that it was going to be, that you were going to go through kind of this arc from one mom to the other mom to now you're back to this mom, that kind of thing? Not really. You know, um, before we even got any type of script like it was last season yeah I knew that my original real mom was going to be coming back but I didn't know that this was going to happen right I thought maybe she'd just come back for visits and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> do that kind of thing kind of like how Chardonnay is now you know right. like coming back you know in the situation um but no I did not know this was going to happen okay. at all <laughs> I love the writers did though, especially because we've seen your character grow up. We've seen like yeah. the really bratty Brit Brad. Yeah. And now we see you grow up. You're getting ready to go to college. Mm-hmm. You used to have a good relationship with your stepmom and your mom now. Yeah, I mean, I, I still say some smart things, but yeah. I think that she's a little more normal as far as her attitude gauge. It kind of stays in the middle. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, right. teenagers, that's just like their personalities. And then everything you were dealing with, I could see why she was the way she was. Yeah. Or right. you were the way you yeah. were. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that scene. Um, so you're, you know, you come in there after Chardonnay has helped you even put college on the horizon yep. for you. And you made it into FAMU, her alma mater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Shout out to BET, too, for putting the HBCU right. college for you. Yeah, they did that on purpose, too. Yeah, we had to make sure that we picked the right one. And oh, good. <laughs> well, so why, why there, you yeah. really had to go through a process. Okay, which one? Should it be Spellman? <laughs> Howard? You which know, was I, your choice? Which I, was your choice? Was it FAMU? Uh, I mean, I didn't have much to do. That's more of a writer decision. Okay. But, um, <laughs> no, for sure, like, whenever I, when 
I didn't know if I'm supposed to say FAMU or FAMU. I was like, what should I do? Like, no, say FAMU. <laughs> say FAMU. Say it like that. We even had like an envelope at the beginning, like show the label and everything. I, I don't know if that's still in there. I think they took that out. But, okay. yeah. but yeah, it was important for them to, you know. Yeah, I'm glad they chose an HBCU. And I think it's really funny that Jason's daughter is the one that goes to an HBCU. Right? Yeah. That's the funny part about it. I mean, I don't I don't think Brittany would know anything about that college ever. Right. But um but yeah, that's funny for Jason to be affiliated with that. He was like, What is that? Yeah. I'm glad that you got your scholarship and you're gonna be right on your way because I feel like that's the only way Jason would have been like, Okay, let's do this. Yeah. What kind of scholarship you get, Brittany? I don't know. Because it ain't a, a, a music y'all scholarship. scholarship. Because y'all rich. What kind of scholarship they give you? Um, Let me think. You got your grades <laughs> in school? You got your grades in high school? Maybe. I, I mean, I don't think she really cared. She had to do some type of charity work that she didn't know was charity. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she did. To get your scholarship. <laughs> Yes, okay, so uh, I'm excited to see what happens with that and what happens with your character going mm. off to school. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait to see Jason's reaction to that. Oh, yes, yes, okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Malik and his love for Kira. Um, mm. So that scenario opens up. Mm. TT's at Fatty's. He's running Fatty's still. Um, and Malik keeps calling Kira because he he says that it's he just wants to be back friends with her and he wants to clear the air because of what he uh, what she heard him say in the last episode which was he was just helping Blue smoke her out mm-hmm. or was that right? Yes, Did I say it right? Yeah. I'm going to just smoke her out for you so uh, he wouldn't pick the wrong girl and TT says that um, he should apologize to Blue it, do you guys think that's the case? Should Malik apologize to Blue? Is that the right thing Both. to do? Absolutely he should because I feel like he reached that epiphany that point in, in the um, scene where he realized that his actions had an effect on their relationship. Not just a relationship, but a uh, piece, a marriage, like a marriage. Like, yeah, yeah. A soon-to-be marriage. So I think when he realized like how deep they actually were and how messed up it is that you would even like cross that line, I think that's where he realized it was... I look at that twofold because okay. I 100% agree with you, Courtney. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was the one, whether intentionally or not sabotage that relationship because of his actions and his selfishness and whatever he wanted but at the end of the day though it's like in retrospect it's kind of like well Blue you kind of should be thanking Malik for well I don't want to say smoking her out because that was their terminology but for exposing that particular side of her because he in a way it's kind of like well he dodged the bullet you know it's kind of like I don't think that would have ever come out I honestly don't think that side of her would have ever came out if Blue had paid a little bit more attention Mm -hmm. I don't think Malik would have even gone to her acting class if someone Mm -hmm. else had stepped in so I feel like a lot of those things that were kind of a domino effect. Mm-hmm. That's a lie, girl. girl That's a lie. I think it was. I mean, I don't think what she you was think, always what a do you phony. Think? I mean, I feel like as a as a friend of someone, I would apologize if I did something like that. Even if it was like, hey, I'm trying to help you out, and it worked out in the long run. Thank God I did this. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't even bring that up. I'd just be like, hey, I'm sorry. Right. Like, this yeah. is huge, and I shouldn't. This shouldn't have been me that let this happen. You know? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I, and obviously, yeah, he broke the guy code. He broke the bro code, the loyalty code. Right. That's, you should never do. Yeah, he did. He, he was just breaking codes mm. left and right. That's something you should never do. Right. But I'm just saying at the end of the day, Blue definitely um, should feel blessed. You know that oh, yeah. that he it happened. That he, that, yeah, that he yeah. got out of that okay. because what if that would have happened um, during their after they already got married oh. or you know right, later right, on right. in their you know but they figure out now then later so so then of course that that 
suggestion from TT about apologizing to Blue makes Malik think like, you know what, you're right. But here's the catch: he really wanted to just find out if Blue and Kira were back together since he can't get a hold of Kira. That is so, so like Malik's which is, character, which is so sad. Mm-hmm. So of course he he so uses Malik. Jason's help. And Jason thinks that it's truly to bring the team back together so they can start winning some games. And it's really because Malik just wants to see what the status is of their relationship. No, I would have never done that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then the way you kept asking, he could have got away with it if he just left the first question. The one question. Mm -hmm. So you guys, you know, because y'all making up and stuff. Like, just leave it there. what I used to do. But then he's like, oh, how many hours? I'm like, uh. Now you're getting weird. I mean, just stalk Instagram. <laughs> no, stop the Twitter. We don't need to do all this to find yeah. that out. This face to face investigation is just plain weird yeah. and it is. dirty. He had to get to the facts. He was doing his investigative journalism there. He had to get to the bottom he of that. He did a terrible job. He did a horrible job. <laughs> and that's why everyone knew, except for Jason, what was going on. Blue, Blue smoked him out in his intentions. Yeah. And Wait, but can we go on how his reaction, like, Blue's reaction the whole time was just like, he knew from jump, like, exactly right. what Malik wanted. Yeah, like, yeah. that's how you know your friend. He ain't dumb. He's he knows, not. He knows he what's stupid. up. And then, of course, Blue says, how you get him is how you lose him. Boom! I love that part. That's unfortunate. Will and Chardonnay are giving us some real good wisdom this episode. They I are. love it. We had a lot of people on. Um, a lot of you guys saying that you think that Blue and Chardonnay are going to get back together. Are going to get together. What, what do you think about is that? Is that going to happen? Um, I all I'm going to say is I would never make that prediction in my life. <laughs> wow! Is that a weird I, prediction? I don't like that, that prediction. Is, I don't know, like how that would even that dynamic of that right. couple. Thank wow, you. but you know what? We we thought that Jason and Chardonnay or my stepmom and my dad were a bad dynamic too. So everybody except me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so low rank. Sometimes opposites attract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so I could, I can, I could possibly see that happening. No, I, I don't know. All. So all of you guys that said that, shout out to all of you. Shout out to at Hampton Blue. Shout out to yes. uh, Black Rock three one six. All of you guys, we love that you guys. You guys are awesome. Put all these comments for us. Um, so yes, let's get into a few different predictions. Okay. Prediction music. Where's our prediction? your AfterBuzz TV, TV prediction? prediction. <laughs> <laughs> no. Your AfterBuzz TV. Okay, so since you're here with us, Caitlin, what happens? Okay, um, what happens next? I think that <laughs> think uh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with something crazy. Yes, come up with something okay. crazy. I think that Chardonnay is going to come back and be besties with Kelly because she oh, sees she sees how they could you know benefit from being together as friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also predict that Kira is going to be with Malik. See, I told you that's what I think. No, okay, do you do you know what's going to happen for the rest of the season, or do you only know like just the episodes that you were in? I do know what's going to oh, happen. Oh, yeah. you just ruin it for all of us. That's, so that's, that's not going to happen. But that's, that's not going to happen. That's what I was about to say because hey. technically, what you said can't happen because it you could be a breaching contract or whatever it is. Uh, so. I mean, not. Ex- I mean, it could happen some type of way. Don't be messing okay. with this. No. Don't be messing with my heart. Yeah, Caitlin. <laughs> you never heart. know. <laughs> Okay, so, Courtney. want to start? Okay. Well, mine had n- nothing to do with uh, Kira and Malik. But I, ho- I really hope that Tasha and Pookie 
obviously work out their relationship for the sake of their child. As far as Kira and Malik, I don't see that actually happening. I see it backfiring on Malik, to be honest, because that phone call was a little belligerent. It's going to be on the voicemail. Blue or whoever she kicking it with is going to hear that. It's going to mess up her little side game. I'm putting the whole story out there. But the point <laughs> is, I really don't see that. Like like Blue said, I feel like that's going to backfire on him. I don't see it happening. If they try, it's, it's still not going to work out. Okay. Kevin. Oh, man. Um, I see, uh, I honestly, strangely enough, I, I see Blue and Malik actually reconciling their, their friendship. And I actually, despite, you know, Kira, I, first of all, I don't think Kira and Malik are going to get together at no. all. No. Uh, especially with that madman voicemail he left. But mm-hmm. I think that Blue and Malik are are going to, you know, reconcile the differences. And I think that Malik will actually end up with somebody before the finale. I think, hold on, I think Blue is going to end up with somebody because he's so cool and calm right now. Like he, Chardonnay. I want to see some behind the scenes mourning. Like, what is he, how is he really feeling? Girl, I think he probably he, like strippers in the head. He probably acting like Malik Uzak. He probably is. <laughs> like, right? He probably is. Party. I want to see that in the upcoming episode. How Blue's telling Right, how he's coping. Okay, so I think that... Blue and Malik are going to because Malik A wants to stay on the team and Blue's he has kind of some power now. He's going to say, "Oh, I'm not going to perform unless you know." Malik just has to stop seeing her, and we're good. And I think Malik is going to be like, "Yeah, fine. I'm not going to talk to her ever again." But he's really going to be talking to Kira on the low, and I think something's going to happen where him and Kira, like, because he still really does care about Kira. Oh, he did course, say yeah. that's the only person he can keep one hundred with. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he's going to be trying to see her on the side, and that's going to blow up, and everything's just going to blow up. It's just going to get horrible. Um, I also think that Pookie is coming back. Yay! Pookie is coming back. <laughs> Sorry, and I love Rick, Rick Fox. Fox. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Hampton Blue at Hampton Blue who sent us a link to an interview where Rick Fox said he was coming back mm-hmm. at least to make an appearance. Uh-oh. And that was my girl Jazz. I just want to shout that out. She Maybe Rick Fox and Chardonnay get together. No, Chardonnay's gonna be with Baby Roger. I told yeah. you that. Yeah, the we'll question see. is, who is Caitlyn gonna end up with? Ooh, oh. Brett Brad. That is the question. <laughs> you gonna be with Malik? Robert Downey Jr. You yeah. know, I've heard that Blue. a lot. You know, the whole Malik thing. Right. For a while, people have been for some reason. That's I think you and Blue thing. actually. Really? But you're still underage. But I'm about to say, the, yeah, that's, on the show, that's, that's, that's not a show. Like, you know, yeah. that, that would be. She's 17. That would be culture. We can fit that in. Yeah. That no. We wait till you come back from college. Then we know you legal. Okay. <laughs> we didn't touch on Kelly. I, th- I definitely think Kelly is going to uh, play back that conversation with uh, Chardonnay in her head, and mm-hmm. she's going to really feel like, dang, I am a horrible person. So we're probably going to see the motions that she goes through in relationship-wise and just within herself. I just don't think her and, and Jason are going to make it, guys. Man, we're done with I'm you. not ha- being a hater. I really just think... That is a hater. They that have is. a great relationship now. Wait, so they wait. So what, I say, issues. so what I say, Jason and Kelly are not going to make it, but when everyone else says Chardonnay and Jason ain't going to make they're not hating? No. 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 Oh, my God. Megan, question. How come Jason and Kelly just can't be happy? No, they can't, but I'm saying for drama purposes, we can't go the rest, no. what, four or five no. more episodes. The finale, something huge has to happen. That's what finale. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Happen. Why can't, and why it can't better not be, be with Jason and Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. They so. are perfect. They're fine. Writers don't change anything with their relationship. <laughs> Good no. to go. We need something Don't to let this haterade influence that. I've been riding with y'all for Melanie, too long. Are Melanie and Derek coming back? Um, I wouldn't know about that. Okay, good job, good job. <laughs> um, and then 
I like how you try to squeeze every little bit out of Kayla. Kayla knows what's going to happen. So, what's up? And the other thing I wanted to add is that we see the prediction for, well, the trailer for what's coming up next week, and we also saw a little clip on the BT post show. And we see that Malik doesn't know how to read. So, he's illiterate. Like, who would have thought, you know, all these years he's illiterate? So, we're going to see him with his tutor and read his contracts. Tasha probably did. Yeah. He doesn't need to his read agent, those. I guess, his yeah. agent yeah. or his manager. He doesn't need to read Which those. Which is dangerous. Very yeah. dangerous. Someone else. <laughs> right. right. And so we're going to see where that goes. So hopefully, you know, he'll be able to... I don't understand how he get, got through this far without, like, no one ever noticing that he couldn't read. I, honestly, I, I think to. in a way, and this is not a, a, you know, not to put a negative stereotype out there, but I think in a way that could be a reflection of actually uh, some athletes today, right. you know. But anyways, I... I, I, I mean, I, probably all the concussions as well have a factor in that. Girl, no, he just can't read. No. He just can't read. He, I mean, just, he, he just got pushed through the system because everybody wanted him because exactly, he did well no, exactly. with, so with he football. Had people cheating for him all through life. Mm, 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 well, that shows you, kids, you don't have to read or be literate as well if you have a distinct football skill. That no, so oh, that's terrible. That's horrible. Take that lesson back. <laughs> I'm joking. Fam, HBCUs are good for you guys. So make right. sure that you right now you should be filling out those applications. So yes. Actually, out. they should already been in because the fall's coming up. Yep. But still. Shout, Shout out. out. Shout yeah. out to that. Redemption. Right. Before we get out of here, is there anything you want to tell your fans about what to expect coming from you? Um, definitely, I want y'all to keep watching the game. Um, a huge season finale coming. Other than that, um, constantly working as far as film and TV. I mm. just did uh, a film with uh, Wendy. Sorry, I want to say Tasha now. Right. <laughs> we just did a film, and it's actually on Netflix, DVD, Amazon, Yay. everything. What's it called? It's called In Mysterious Ways. All right. Oh, right. And um, yeah, we've gotten pretty good feedback from it. And did then you get to sing. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I'm actually a choir member oh. girl. Well, not choir member, but I'm in the choir, okay. so I get a Church little solo. Girl. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, well, look for that, and also music. I'm going to be putting out more and more new music I covers. Can't wait. All of that. So that that I can't that wait. hot bounce song we just heard from you earlier. I, how can I hear that? Is it on iTunes or is it on yeah. YouTube or how, all how, of it? I, iTunes, YouTube. What, it's what called Dancing we, with My Girls. Dancing mm-hmm. with My there Girls. There it goes again. <laughs> yes. And what other songs can we get? That beat. Um, there's also um, Beautiful Lie. That's, you could twerk to that. <laughs> Good, yeah, but um, and there's twerking in the video. Not for me because I'm twerking. Not, you're I'm not good. You yeah, no, I you can't just, twerk. You just twerk your shoulders. That's yes, right. yes. Just twerk your shoulders. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, just look out for more music. Good. I'm I so can dig excited. It. Yes, and where can I find you on social media? Um, at Caitlin Simone on Twitter, Instagram. My Snapchat is K underscore Smith X three. So yeah. That's okay. a new one that I can shout out now. Okay, <laughs> perfect. And where can we find you, lovely lady? You guys can keep in touch with me at Tesnos on Twitter and Instagram. Keep sending those comments. We love them. She has the best Snapchats, by the way, too. Please <laughs> follow her on her Snapchat. Yeah, Tesnos. Uh, I'm Kevin John. I do not have Snapchat, but you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HeyKevinJohn. And also, I want to give a big shout out to Megan, who made me a homemade birthday cake. Oh, oh, oh yeah, I forgot happy right birthday. I'm going to bring it up here, but I can't because I'm in my sand. <laughs> here, I'm going to show Megan, it. Oh, she's gonna, we're going to show it. Here we go. Your, this your is butter freshly made. Butter Look at that. Caramel cake. Megan, God oh bless my God, you. Thank you so good. much. I didn't get hardly any gifts this year, and that oh, alone well, you got made it. up for everything. Because we love you, Kevin. I love you too, Megan. Happy God birthday. bless you. Actually, Caitlin, let's sing happy birthday. Ready? 
Oh my lord. Okay. I'm you can do it with me. Come on, come on. Me, 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 me. All together, uh-huh. ready? Okay. Oh lord. I'm ready. Five, six, seven. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Kevin. Happy birthday to you. I was trying to I was trying to go slow so you could like fix your mouth for that. I was like Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, I couldn't even mess it up for you. I had to just shut up on that. You started off good though. And you took the baton and brought it home. Thank you. Thank you. Thank both of you guys. Alright, you can find me Megan Thomas on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Meg Scoop like scoop of ice cream. Don't forget to follow us out right there. Subscribe for Afterbuds TV. And also make sure you use the hashtag ABTV the game with all of your comments so we can see what you are feeling about our show. Until next week, we got another cast member, so don't go anywhere Woo! next week. We love you guys. Thank you, Caitlin. <laughs> Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Boy, bye. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.